Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And Manny, how are you today, my nemesis? Dead. Dead. <laughs> well, it was Halloween, so I guess you got a little too spooky. <laughs> I guess you can say that. Really? Okay, okay. I mean, we just had a good time, honestly. Saturday, big old party at our friend's Alex's house and everything. Didn't get home until like close to 3 a.m. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. Sometimes a bad time, but that's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and Sunday, I was supposed to go to casino just to spend the night. Uh, no, not to spend the night, but like spend the evening there. Spend your money. Spend my money. Yep. But plans got canceled, so just went out to go eat at a restaurant and celebrate a friend's birthday. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... At least, I mean, that's that's a better use of your money than the casino, in my opinion, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like to think big. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, but you can also lose big. That's the point. I think big. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go for it. You, you do you, man. You do you. <laughs> I don't know why I've never been able to do it myself. <laughs> I think I'll throw a 20 at it at a time and just be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I, don't know. I, usually, I usually throw a $100 bill and put max bet. I get to $25, I just go to another machine. For another $100? Once I'm down $125. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that, that don't sound fun to me. <laughs> I mean, out of $100, I got 900 at one point. But how many other times did you not? Mm. Don't think about it, Manny. Don't think about <laughs> it. <laughs> you a winner. Never mind. I don't want you to think about it. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good, though. All right, well, mine went a little haywire. Okay. So uh, I did a lot of bite week, bite nights this week. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, I mean, it was Halloween and, you know, dress the dog up, the decoys dressed up, and then go send them off for some bites. It makes for some fun pictures. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, especially since, uh, the ones you posted. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Michael Myers? That was Michael. He was he was into it. He was about it all fucking night, dude. <laughs> but I mean, like, it gets hot, man. Like, oh, it's the desert. What do you expect? Well, no, it's uh, up there. It gets pretty chilly, but like, it gets hot for him because he's in that suit. Oh, yeah, dude. When he's in that suit, he's just sweating, bro. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it was kind of fun. Um, I dressed my dog up as a banana. <laughs> Why a banana? Because it's intimidating, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, honestly, so I guess uh, when you go to these bite nights, you know, obviously depending on what trainer you go to or whatever, one of the most popular dogs for the sport is a Belgian Melanois. So one of the Belgian Melanwall's nicknames are Maligators because yes. of their bites, right? So last year, you remember I had a alligator costume for my dog, Coral. I do, I do. Because, you know, he's a Maligator. I legit thought every single fucking person at Bite Night was going to do the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's kind of like... To me, like an obvious choice kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so was there a lot? No, nobody. <laughs> Matter of fact, I mentioned that 
I mentioned that I was going to bring them in the same costume, but I thought everybody was going to be a, a Maligator. And one person, I guess, didn't even think of it. It clicked, and he looked so excited, like, I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go dressed up? No, I didn't. Damn it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I lagged on it. Lagged on it. I was going to go, like, that cop-out super lazy and just bring my gloves and helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I didn't end up dressing up. Uh, the the costume party, the Halloween party that Al, our buddy Alex did, it was actually really fun with everybody how they dressed up. Our boy, Mr. Bitches Leo, dressed up as a sexy cat maid. Yes, yes. I think he does that every year, right? Last year was just a girl, uh, a wig and a, dr- and a short dress. Oh, okay, okay. And he was claimed as the best wife who apparently... Yikes. <laughs> and then this so this year was the sexy OnlyFans cat girl man cat girl maid. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Which the next day at a car meet he went and they had a costume contest there. And so he entered it, even though he, I think he said that he didn't want to, I don't remember. But he got front page on the post as an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, of course, I went in my party sombrero and my poncho and I'm carrying a bottle of tequila everywhere, giving people drinks. All right, all right. I don't know if that's a costume for you, but okay. Oh, trust me. Everybody told me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean I know, because I know. I've been to your house for another random party and I see you disappear and come back with your fucking sombrero and poncho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, quite a few people just like, dude, we told you to come in a costume, not in your work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we did have our boy, uh, Mike V, who was a listener that we found out earlier. Oh, yeah, yes. The small world. And he went dressed up as Steve Irwin. Oh, nice, nice, nice. With a stingray stitched to his chest with blood <laughs> stains. And the stingray's tail sticking out from his backside. All right. And then to top it off, his dog Dusty wearing an alligator costume. Hey, low key, I was looking to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually not the stingray part. <laughs> no, he he almost got first prize, uh, which was like ten dollars, just like to want to spend it on tacos and everything. I don't remember what was the reason why. Yeah. But I guess they just wanted to give $10 for the best costume. Okay. And I just wanted to do that because one of the uh, trainers where yeah. I go to, he's from New Zealand. I know it's not the exact same accent, but I just wanted to walk around him going, Crikey! <laughs> <laughs> and he was about to uh, win it, but then this other dude came up and he was wearing a Vietnam, uh, uh, Vietnam like the military outfits they used in the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. Uh, I forgot what they're called. The Via Kongs, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. Not from our side. Yeah, not from our side. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. The guerrilla military. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to top it off, he had rice in all his pockets. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so he won it right there. Hold on, hold on. Was Phil there? No, he didn't go. Oh, okay, okay. It would have been amazing to see our buddy Phil. That video just... Killed me. That's it. It was done. Like, <laughs> yeah. So for anybody who's like kind of lost right now, our buddy Phil, he has he's kind of a big hefty dude, and so he shaved the top portion of his head, and basically was Kevin Malone from The Office. 
he sh- horseshoe shaved his head. Yes. Yes. Horseshoe shaved and bicked it. <laughs> the dude, he was spot on on everything. Oh, that was legendary. It was legendary. I couldn't stop laughing when I saw it. That's an honorable mention right there. Absolutely. That's why I was like, hold on, hold on. I thought you were saving that like he won first prize. Mm-hmm. But then you said he didn't. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> this is injustice. <laughs> no, people were telling me to go up there, too. I was like, no, I was like, I don't need to. I was like, it's just a poncho sombrero. And then he's like, hey, we got another one over here. I was like, no, no, no. Work clothes don't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. That's cool. Sounds like a good time though. Yeah. Yeah, no, we we had um we had obviously the decoy doing Mike Myers. So Michael Myers, not Mike Michael Ma- Myers. Not Mike Myers. That's a completely different person. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to shorten everything. <laughs> trying to but be Shrek here. It seems like, you know, for what we're doing, like sending the dogs out for bite work, mm-hmm. everybody chose like a cutesy dog costume. Really? <laughs> yeah. Except for, like, one who did, like, uh, Squid Games. Mm. Like, she had the jumpsuit, and then she bought, like, an extra harness and, like, fabriced over it pink and put the little symbol or little triangle stuff on it or whatever. So, other than that, everybody went, like, a bumblebee, a fucking hot dog. <laughs> Which I suspect is just everybody being lazy and going to PetSmart. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so... Yeah, it it was it was good though. We did that one and then uh Saturday I did another bite night up the hill on the high desert. And that's where things got interesting. I know they did. Very very interesting. So, on my way back, you know, trick or treat, I had my Halloween scare. <laughs> <laughs> and it did scare for sure. So this is on our way back. We're already down the hill. We're going through San Bernardino at this mm-hmm. point. And my check engine light comes on. Spooky enough as it is, but it comes on with a little caveat on the dash that says check gauges. Ooh. And my oil pressure is gone. Not low, but gone. <laughs> So that was not exciting at all. Oh, trust me, I don't think anybody would find that exciting. No, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so as soon as that happened, um, I lowered the radio a little bit, and you can hear the, the motor start ticking pretty loud. Now, it didn't sound like full rod knock. Mm-hmm. It had a small tick before, but now it sounded like it was just dry and ticking louder. Yeah. So I turn, I put it into neutral. I turned it off. Um, kind of, you know, pulled over to the side of the road. But that area of the freeway is kind of like only two lanes on each side. Yes, it is. And the shoulder is not very big, especially for a truck, an F two fifty. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so. I was kind of like two tires into the dirt, and so I kind of get off and pop the hood, look underneath it to see if you know. Something blew out the side of the pan or the block or I don't know what could happen, right? Um, see if I can smell anything just burnt or roasted. Uh, no burnt smell, no roasting smell, still had oil. Um, but at this point, I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking drive it home, obviously. It, this is a tow at this point, right? Fuck it. Send it to the moon. <laughs> 
you know, I for a split second, I was like, <laughs> if this starts, I'm just going to fucking send it. But I was like, no, <laughs> like I can't fucking do that shit. Dude. <laughs> but uh, I did have the wife and the dog with me. And it was not an ideal location to wait for a tow truck or even load up to a tow truck mm-hmm. just for just because of how non-existent the shoulder really is right there. Yes, it is. So I turned it back on and it started. It idled. It was, you know, that ticking was fucking loud as shit. Um, but my oil pressure came back. But for how long? It came back on long enough for me to drive to the next exit, no power loss, drive to the next exit, stop at the stoplight, and I was debating because the, the idle started getting a little bit rough after I stopped at the stoplight on the freeway exit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, should I turn it off? Should I leave it on? And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to turn it off. And right when I reached to turn it off, the oil pressure disappeared again. Ooh. So I turned it off, and I'm like, okay, so that, okay, so now I know for, you know for sure, like, it came off again, so this is really weird. Light turned green. I turned it on one more time to pull it into the gas station. I'm not going to push a fucking F-250. That shit's heavy. <laughs> and I'm guessing the whole time, just the loud ticking. The loud ticking. Yes, yes, the loud ticking. But it still idled. It still drove with no power loss. So I pulled it in there, called the tow truck. Um small little not panic but like ah shit how the fuck are we gonna get home because we Mm -hmm. have the dog you know and um i gave i did some like soft texts reach outs to see who's awake including you (laughs) yeah like i said i did get your message you sounded pretty chill so i wasn't really paying attention to it and then i saw your message like oh shit why the fuck didn't he just say that sooner well you know i don't want to bother nobody either though (laughs) (laughs) Like, I forgot you had the party. I think you had mentioned it. That don't mean shit, boy. I'm not going to pull you from doing something. You know what I mean? It's not like a life or death fucking thing, you know? So I was thinking, like, worst case scenario, because the people at AAA told me that they couldn't take the dog. Mm. Yeah, and I was, like, debating on just, like, flagging him. Like, oh, he's a service dog. You got to fucking take him. Fuck you. You know what I mean? But I was like, you know what? I don't want to fucking deal with any of that extra shit right now. So I was like, well, I'll just send out a couple soft text messages, see who's awake, and if somebody's available, I'll ask them to do me the favor, you know? Um, But AAA came really fast. <laughs> so I was already thinking that I would uh, send the wife home in the tow truck, mm-hmm. and I would wait there with the dog, and then if somebody answers to pick me up, cool. If not, I wait for her to get home, and she comes back and picks me up in the in the wagon or something. But luckily, the tow truck driver was super cool, and we, we were able to work something out to just take all of us. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah. But that means I got an issue I got to take care of with this truck now. That is true indeed. So I'm trying to come to peace with worst-case scenario because it's still starting, obviously, and oil pressure returns and disappears or whatever. I haven't tested it out too much because, obviously, I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> But I'm trying to come to peace with, hey, I did buy this at a very, very low price. I do have it in the cushion to replace the whole motor completely and still be within the range of, like, buying a F-150 private with this private party with the original motor intact at the same yeah. mileage, more or less the same mileage. 
So I, I want to say I will still feel okay that I, obviously it's extra work, but I'll have an F-250 rather than an F-150 with the same mileage and year and potentially with a warranty or a, or a replaced engine block. Yeah. So I'm trying to come with terms with that worst case scenario. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's it's weird that it popped away and came back. So obviously theories are because it's kind of a low mileage and it was used as a work a workhorse. Maybe it was a city-driven tow vehicle. So that's going to build up a ton of grime over the years. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, it will. It will. Yeah, I mean, city cars, right? Just a city car with low miles. If if it's a 2006 or 2000, you know, older car like that, they're going to be sludgy. Yeah. So the fact that this one's kind of low miles and it was a workhorse, I bet you it was towing like small city distances. You know what I mean? Well, it was a truck for landscape, so I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so I imagine it's probably sludgy as hell in there. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe it's clogging an oil port. That's flagging the sensor to flag as, you know, no pressure, yeah. right? And maybe when I cycle the key on and off, that's where it kind of like releases the pressure, unclogs it. I drive it for a little bit and then it reclogs. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe there's something like that going on. But at the same point, it's almost like, okay, but uh, how do my rod bearings look? <laughs> yeah, that's one thing to be worried about. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe this is a sign to just go ahead and yank the motherfucker out. <laughs> so I think that's probably the route I'm going to go. The first thing I want to do is just check because of, you know, there's a lot of um, back orders from COVID, you know, still, unfortunately, from COVID and shipping and truck driver shortage, whatever, what have you, you know. So there's a lot of delays with that. So I really want to kind of find out, okay, let me see what options I have, mm-hmm. how long they're on back order for what, and then I'll kind of start making my decisions from there. Yeah. But uh, I think this is a sign to say, you know what, you've combed through everything else, let's lock this in, I'm going to add a mechanical oil pressure gauge. <laughs> if I'm going to be towing, I think I'm going to feel more comfortable with a mechanical gauge than just the cluster. Okay, okay. So I'll add a mechanical gauge. I'm going to probably just go through it and just refresh everything. And then at this point, I know that I'll have kind of something reliable for me to tow up to Button Willow, which is, shoot, I think over 100 miles away from my house. (laughs) So I think that's the new plan. So unfortunately, I didn't get a treat. I got a trick this Halloween. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it looks like I'm going to be yanking out a motor again. Joy. Nice. nice. Not nice. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and then it's a truck, so, like, I'm short. That's going to be super fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's your biggest worry? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I've pulled motors out before, but it's always been on, like, Mustangs and a Honda. That is true. Yeah. I've done Hondas and Mustangs for yanking motors out. And that's, they're little cars. It's easy. <laughs> This one's this one. I have to get a step stool to reach it. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I felt with the Ram. Yeah, yeah, very true. So I'll, I'll probably end up taking the grill, obviously the fan, the radiator, 
And I'm going to take a look at that uh, radiator support to see if I can take that off too. Mm. Just to make it easier to pull that whole fucking engine out. Okay. But we'll see. That's going to be a task for another day. And uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to obviously push me back a little bit from getting back out to the track. Unless I register the Crown Vic or something. I mean... It's been it's better that it happened now instead of like on the way to the track. Let's say, yeah, yeah, because at that point I'm kind of stuck with a trailer and race car too. Exactly. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, <laughs> that would really really suck. So yeah, I mean, it, I just gotta be patient. Gotta be patient. Get this back, uh, back handled and reliable for me because I that I am gonna be towing pretty far. I do live pretty far from most of the tracks. Okay. So, yeah, that was my weekend. <laughs> hey, we dragged this out for fucking long. I'm sorry. That's all right. Let's roll into our right. uh, our topics here. All right. We've got a lot so, on the board. Well, we still are going to be talking about our weekend. <laughs> oh, technically, yes. All right. Touche. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, last Friday, we actually went to go watch the Meyer Academia movie. Yes. And honestly, I was very impressed with the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Scenes were good. The fight scenes were actually really good. Kind of wish that Todoroki had be- had more screen time on the fight scene in comparison to Bakugo and Midoriya. Okay. Most of the time, most of the time, he was just getting drowned. It was like, oh look, an opening. Time to fight. Time to finish this. It's like, bruh, you've been drowning for like, who knows how long, and you barely got any fight time. Yeah, yeah. Did you mean Todoroki or Todoroki? Yeah. What did I say? You said Todoroki. Yeah. That's the explosion guy, right? No, that's Bakugo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm confusing all of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that because you know what? The explosion guy, Bakugo, his his were kind of boring because his was literally just explode, 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 fly around, explode, explode, explode. Like mm-hmm. it was, it really didn't seem too interesting. It seems like they could have got more creative with the other guy. Yeah. Because of the dual power with ice and fire. Yeah. Yeah. There was more to do with it just graphically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you think of it? I liked it. I liked. There was a couple parts I was kind of like, "All right, you need to chill." <laughs> <laughs> the one, th- the one character that I need to chill on was the the Egyptian hero. Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so, if you remember, they gave us actual books, In a manga packlet, packet, and, right? And it gives off like the hero information for all the other heroes that we saw in the movie. Okay, was he in there? Yeah, he was in there. He is the hero for Egypt. And apparently his power keeps him flat like that. And whether he's looking right or left, he'll like you'll see it mirrored. But apparently his power is like that, that anybody has yet to see his backside. His backside. So people can see be seeing his face and then people behind him, they'll still be seeing his face. Okay, weird. Yeah, it's weird. That's that's okay. what I read in the in the in the little book they gave us, and everything. So apparently that, that just felt a little bit uh, uh, what was it? A little bit uh, Mexican Gundam to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, imagine if we saw like a Mexican hero in the movie. Cause I mean, because they I, were doing I was it. ready for that next. The way they because this uh, this Egyptian guy was flat, but he was literally a hieroglyphic, and he was like walking yeah. around with his two hands. One one arc forward and one arc backward. <laughs> and yet they were showing like heroes and like the characters that we see in My Hero Academia, the regular season for Japan, 
and we see them in various other parts with other heroes from the their designated countries and everything. So I was like, are we going to see a Mexico one? Are we going to be fighting off cartel members? Who knows? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be you with your poncho and sombrero. She. That's a secret. That's a secret. But no, I think that was like the only one that was like super, super stereotyped in the country, no? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't do a big fat guy with a you know, with an AR-15 and a hamburger for America. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the only one they did that to was Egypt for some reason. Yeah. Unless I missed the other ones because that one was so out, out there. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Canada would be like a hockey player with maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, that one was a little bit weird. And then uh, kind of the uh, the police stalking. Oh my that god! Me like a Looney Tune, like it was yeah, just yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Everything else seemed to kind of carry a or, or, bit more of a serious tone, and then or all like of a sudden, uh, the Scooby Scooby Doo characters when they're like sneaking around in a mansion to find the ghosts. Yep, yep, exactly yeah. that. It was kind of weird because, like, you know, My Hero Academia is a bit of a children's anime, right? To an extent, to well, to a small, like a younger younger crowd rather than mm-hmm. like a younger teen rather than older teen. How's that? Yeah. So, but the movie seemed to be semi-serious through most of it. So I was mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, I can get a little bit more into this, you know? And then you just see the police, like, all prancing behind them. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it, it just seemed out of place. It kind of took me out of the story for a bit. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? <laughs> no, they, when they pulled out the Volkswagen bus or the, or the van. Yeah, surprisingly, they had a... Maybe I didn't pay attention before, but they actually had a lot of showed a actual a lot of cars on this one. We saw, I think, it was a Hummer. I we saw a Hummer that was a uh, in the barn, but yet he stole the fucking the Volkswagen. The Volkswagen bus, bus yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, there was also that scene where the one Camaro. Of the char- yeah, one of the characters saw a bike or something in the back in the back window of a Camaro, and I was bullshit you can't see shit out of those cars i had the exact same thought when i saw that scene i was like how the fuck did he notice that behind him you can't see nothing out of those camaros but yeah i don't remember them actually using like actual car designs in the anime unless uh, i just never paid attention uh, i doubt it i'm pretty sure they didn't pay for the rights to use those actual designs or anything yeah because that that kind of stood out to me when we mm-hmm. saw that i was like wait a minute wait a minute mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, that was kind of cool to see too yeah and then the funniest part was when he went full 100% and he just started shadow boxing. Oh. <laughs> yes. I still think they're going to get sued by uh, Dragon Ball Z for sure. You really think so? That Come on, dude. Like That whole scene was literally clip stolen out of there. <laughs> I mean, with the fast-paced movement, but I don't know about the part where he was actually, where we saw him landing his punches on the villain. I mean, the he literally clenched his two fists, put his elbows to his hip, his hair changed, and he got energy glow around him. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, he literally went Dragon Ball Z, and then his eyes turned colored. That reminded me of uh, Guy from Naruto. Oh, <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I was like, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. They're they're cheating here. They're cheating here. <laughs> that was not them. <laughs> now, honestly, probably the, the most best scene that I saw, though, was in that fight scene, the, the final fight scene, where Midoriya goes full 100%, 
And you just see him landing shot for shot on the dude's stomach and, and his chest and everything. And it just gave off that similar animation fight scene with uh, Deku versus Overhaul. But in the difference was that we actually saw pound for pound on his chest, like creating impact. Whereas with Overhaul, we just saw a giant fist like in, hovering around in the sky and everything. And I think that was like impressive that they were able to show it more concentrated going th- towards like more pinpointed attacks. Maybe they did the same thing for overall because it was a bigger body, bigger um, surface area to land blows on. But I-, I think the animation was very spot on on that part again. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, usually with the movies, they look sharper. They always do. They got a better they got a better image quality and budget probably too. They always do, especially when it comes to the boob physics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm not kidding, dude. Like, let's say Naruto Shippuden. Do you ever see boob physics? I don't think so. Yeah, in one it's of the not movies, something that's prevalent at least. Exactly, but in the, one of the movies that I saw, I remember they just like this big old lady just comes out of nowhere, and you just see her boobs jiggling. I was like, did they really just spend more time on this movie just because of more boob physics, or like what the fuck? I do not remember that scene. It's one of the movies for Naruto Shippuden. Okay. Huh. I can't remember which movie it is, but I'm going to have to look it up just to, like, give you an idea. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, maybe. Maybe they're just like, well, okay. They got more time. They got more budget. And they're like, well, guess we're doing this. <laughs> you know, there was somebody in there just having way too much fun with it then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. So, overall storyline, Manny. Overall storyline... I would have to give it an eight and a half just because of the shadow boxing scene. That's not storyline, but okay. <laughs> it's part of the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, I would give it a solid eight, honestly. Solid eight. Okay, all right, all right. I think for me it lands a little bit more in the seven. Just be- I, I mean, I had a few complaints here and there in the movie anyway, either. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was good, but... uh. I don't know. It did seem a little bit uh, obvious, I guess. <laughs> I think one of my biggest complaints was like, why is every team that was in every single country, it, the, you see Japan's hero side uh, in each country? I was like, why are they separated throughout the world? Why can't they just like let the heroes of that country focus on their parts while they like... Like, it was kind of weird seeing them all spread out throughout the world. Yeah, I, I would have liked a little bit more context to it. Because I still don't understand why, like, they had, like, the different heroes from Japan and stuff. From, like, um, I can't remember. The, some of the names are throwing me off right now. But we had Hawks. We had, like, in, uh, shit, the names are, like, I'm getting a brain fart right now on the on the names. But you, you get what I'm saying, right? Like, all yeah. the top heroes from Japan were, like, spread out in different parts of the world. But why, though? I have no if idea. If this was like a world situation, why is only Japan's heroes spread out the world? That's a good question. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. I would have liked a little bit more context. Yeah. That and I always do like that uh, the character or the, uh, I guess, the you know, the character staff of it is actually pretty broad. So they yeah. have like other stories. And I get with a movie, you got to be a little bit more focused. Yeah, exactly. It just seemed a little bit too focused. Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty much just following Midoriya the whole time. I mean, he is the main character. He is, but he's not entertaining enough. 
Tell me why the other characters, uh, the other character, damn it, I can't remember his name either. I mean, it was just a movie. I only saw his character once. The the guy with the yellow hair, or the orange hair. Yeah. Tell me why I already knew his quirk before he announced it. I immediately knew it was that bird. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, dude, he has a quirk, but I'm pretty sure it's that damn bird. Maybe because the bird was wearing a mask? Not only that, like, every every action he was taking, the bird was taking the opposite reaction. I was like, something has to be up with this. Maybe, maybe. Um, another positive note. Mm-hmm. They did not have the grape kid with the diapers. Yeah, he was in there. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't really in there. Oh, okay. Okay, I see what you mean, yeah. And they didn't have the belly button guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did show up, but he wasn't really... Yeah, those two annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> I think we talked about it before. Yeah. Those characters are kind of the main reasons I I stopped watching, after, like, three quarters into season one. And then you said it picked up, and it did, but fuck, was it rough to get started through <laughs> that shit. God damn. <laughs> uh, at least we didn't watch the dub, because for the... The what was it? Purple grape? That's his hero name. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like they called him Purple Grape in the end movie. Either way, uh, if we if we watch the dub version, you would hear the most exaggerated lisp. A lisp. A lisp. Oh yeah, that would. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would that would that'd be it. That'd be it for me. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. So let's just move on to our next segment. All right. Alrighty. And we did get a, there is an announcement for Cowboy Bebop, the live action. They finally released the official full trailer for the series. Yes. I have been so excited since I heard about it. Mm -hmm. So Cowboy Bebop is one of my, probably my all time favorite anime for sure. And that was kind of like where I started a lot of my stuff in. I think most of us did, honestly. I mean, if you don't count Pokemon, but yeah. No, 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 no. I think what got everybody into anime, especially back in the day, was Toonami. Yep. And I don't consider... Toonami and Adult Swim. Because Pokemon <laughs> was like on what, like CW Kids? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And usually that was like every Saturday morning, but like, yeah, Toonami like almost... Yeah, I think actually, you know, every Saturday night, if I remember, or every Friday night. I do not remember. But, yeah, I mean, we all grew up with Toonami and stuff, so we had all the cult, uh, the, the cult classics when it comes to anime. And pretty much that was our, our gateway to anime, honestly. Yeah, it was, definitely. Mm-hmm. And to uh, all the parents saying that they're demons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of flack for that from my parents over the years, but they learned to accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I don't know if you remember the whole... Uh, I mean, it wasn't the Satanic Panic. That was a little bit before us, but the uh, Pokemon cards were from the devil, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I just fucking laugh, dude. <laughs> I mean, there was one time I was watching an etchy anime. I can't remember what anime it was called. Uh, but there was one part where one of the female characters was taking off her shirt and bra. So... Kind of back then in the day a little bit, maybe like I would say early 2010s, maybe late 2010s, is where they didn't have really much censorship. 
on boobs and everything or breasts inside anime and stuff. So if you stream it, you'll probably see it. Um, but it, I decided to pause it right there, switch screens to check a message that I had. My mom comes in. It's like, what do you think? Oh, I'm watching anime and just checking out a message. I go back to my screen and they you see the big old boobs, animated boobs on the screen. <laughs> and my mom was like, like, the fuck are you watching it? Oh, it's anime. It's normal like this. Oh, okay. She just walks away. And then she went to her room and cried. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Fucking never walked back into your room again. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck an extra rosary above your door. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Sorry, we went off track. We went off track. Okay. Back to the trailer. Yeah. So I was really excited for this because Cowboy Bebop was also a cult classic for me and everything. And for you as well, as we mentioned and everything. And honestly, for the, for this full-length trailer that we saw already, I was actually pretty impressed by most of it. I had a few concerns here and there, and I'm pretty sure you had some as well. Yeah, he's fucking short. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, when you think of the he's, spike, he's spike image, yes. yeah, he's, he's kind of like that tall, thin, and he has that. And again, Cowboy Bebop, the whole fucking thing is about swag like if you mm-hmm. want to talk about swag the aesthetic like that is the aesthetic right and they got his dress right like you know his his uh his clothes but as soon as they kind of zoomed out i was like wait a minute no he's he's tiny <laughs> like, he's so small <laughs> and then uh faye valentine faye valentine i feel like they could have had a better choice i can't say i can't really make up my mind who could be a better choice but I, it was just like the way she was portrayed. Who plays her? I don't know who plays her, but... I'm going to look it up right now. Go okay, ahead. yeah, no worries. But again, it, you know, Cowboy Bebop is a swag. Like, it has a certain style to it, you know? And she just didn't look like she had the attitude. I mean, everything else, um, at least as far as, like, how they uh, depicted the, the world, the ship, right? Even the ships and the machinery... Because it is kind of like that futuristic-ish, right? Backwoods yeah. of it. Outer space TJ, all that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. She just, it didn't seem like she she hit Faye Valentine for me, at least. But I am excited to see it either way. And uh, I'm hoping it'll still be pretty good. Okay, so Faye Valentine's, uh, uh, the actor that's playing Faye, Faye Valentine in live action, her name is... Daniela Pineda. I don't know who that is. I don't really know who she is either. I mean, but was it, this uh, an American casting or is this uh, Japan? I mean, just by the name, it's Latino. Sure. I don't know, but it's it's Netflix that's doing it, so who knows? Yeah. But I feel like they kind of did a good job on some of the casting, especially. Um just the hair kind of throws me off for Faye, especially because we see her hair longer in the anime. Yeah, in the anime, it's longer. She has the headband. The outfit just doesn't like portray the action, like how they did with Spike. Yeah, they did a really good job with Spike on the yeah. outfit. Like the 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 outfit was it. Like that was his outfit kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, it, he's he's just and then I can get past the hair because obviously it's a it's a live action. You're not gonna get that epic. I don't know what you would call that. It's not an afro, but it has the mass of an afro, but yeah. the aesthetic of regular-ish hair, I yeah. guess. 
But you're not going to get that, no. which is which is fine. Obviously, you're not going to get that. You'll look ridiculous in a live action. Uh, we learned that from Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, my God. <laughs> we must not speak of that, Manny. <laughs> but, yeah, he was just short, and it just looked weird to see Spike so short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then another thing that I kind of, like, caught me, like, actually caught my attention. I don't know if you noticed, but the fight scenes that they showed in the trailer were, like, very slow-paced. You know, I did not catch that. You probably have to watch it again to see what I, I'm... Yeah, I might have to watch it again. Because I was looking, my eyes were darting everywhere on the screen, mm. just trying to see it absorb as much as I could real quick. However, I do love that they're keeping with the music choice. Yeah. You, again, that's back to the aesthetic, man. Like, it, it, is, a, it is a certain vibe to do it. And I think yes. they captured, for the most part, pretty well. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it also. So, if anybody's interested, this is going to be premiering on Netflix November 19th. And we will be doing a review. And I can't wait for that, actually. Same, dude. Same. <laughs> That's going to be a fun one, for sure. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've had some pretty decent live-action animes in recent years. We have, actually. Yes. Yeah. I know the, even the Death Note one, I know, is questionable, but... I, Thought it was okay, minus a few weird things. Like the casting? Like the casting. It, you know, I guess it's when we get attached to certain characters and they start trying to re-envision it, we kind of like, hey, fuck you, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I, I'm i hopeful for it, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Manny, what else we got next, bud? All righty, so what do we have for the future of F1? Yes, so we've mentioned it several times before about uh synthetic fuels and the process and who's going to be adapting them and everything, right? And it looks like F1 is planning to stay internal combustion. Oh, I do remember we were talking about going for electric, right? Well, yeah, there's been a couple of uh, electric uh different series going and there's ideas getting toft- tossed around for different stuff and even you know, the idea has been tossed around for an EVF1. I do remember we talked about, I think, in one of our episodes. Yeah, yeah. So this one, it looks like their their intention is to stick with synthetic fuel or basically stick with internal combustion. Mm-hmm. And they're planning to go with synthetic fuel in um, 2025. Obviously, the idea is being that it's going to have zero carbon dioxide emissions. So it's going to be basically environmentally friendly, but kind of sticking to the roots that brought everybody in love with the sport. Yes. Which is fucking great. I mean, shoot, the more we can do to keep internal combustion going, the better. Obviously, we can't fight, you know, EV out on the normal streets, I guess, you know. But um, if the more of this synthetic stuff that's available and different alternative sources to do it, the more we'll be able to kind of keep our... Our little classics that are going to become yeah. <laughs> our classics alive, right? So I thought that was super fucking cool that they were planning to do that. And um, in the same interview, they did also talk about some changes coming up with F1 regarding some of the aero that's going to slow the cars down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's going to give them a little bit more position to fight for position, like some actual more head-to-head battles, right? The cars are going to be a bit more even playing field that way. Okay. So I wonder what 
kind of power is the synthetic fuel going to give out? Oh, that's that's a good question, actually. Right? So, like, and this is my opinion on it, right? Mm. To me, I would be okay if the synthetic fuel did not perform to the level of traditional race fuel. Expand. So, let's say we were given a choice, right? Like, I gave you a choice. Manny. You could stick with an internal combustion car, and you can race that. But you're going to be slower, slower than you're gas-powered right now. Or you can switch to EV, and you'll be even faster than you're gas-powered right now. And Which, because and because of gas-powered, because it's going to be using full, if full synthetic fuel or standard fuel? For which one? The synthetic fuel? Yeah. To stay internal combustion. So basically your gas power, let's say it's in the center right now, right? So you can move faster by going EV. Mm -hmm. Or you can go from your middle ground, because middle is gasoline, slower by going synthetic. Okay. Which way would you prefer to go? Hmm, I'd probably just go with stay with internal combustion. So you would go slower. Yeah. I'm in the same camp. Honestly, I am in the same camp. So, as you know, and that's what's really difficult because, you know, you want to go faster all the time. You do. You do. You do. <laughs> you do, but, man. You want to be able to see, you, you, but you do want to be able to see things clearly still. Not at high speeds. Well, I mean, it's not going to be so fast that you can't see, but <laughs> I just mean in general, like, Let's say we're a spectator, right? And you're going to an F1, F1 race. I I don't know if I can watch an F1 F1 race F in run. EV. <laughs> F run. <laughs> I don't think I can watch a race EV. Like all you're gonna hear is, <laughs> we're gonna hear you with the wagon on the track. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, even quieter at that point. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you're not going to hear anything. Like, I, I don't know. To me, it's a bit more of an experience, right? Mm -hmm. Part of it is the speed. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, you're going to get the rush from the speed, but you don't need to have that much power to have that rush, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of want the whole experience, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, the sight, the sound, fuck the smell. Let me smell that shit. <laughs> like, like, you know, you get the whole experience of it, right? Mm -hmm. Not just like, Oh, we're watching them. You know, you can watch a race for internal combustion. You can hear the engines going, or you can watch it in EV, and they're going faster. But you don't really hear nothing other than maybe tire squeak and the the commentators. Yeah, yeah, the commentators, I guess. And I don't know. It, it, it and a bunch of keyboards like be, clicking, right? <laughs> it just doesn't seem to have the same appeal to me. Yeah. I think this is a great alternative. I'm glad to see, you know, I know it's the same news over and over in that sense, but I want to keep seeing it pop up, right? I want to keep seeing everybody looking for these alternative synthetic fuels. Yeah. Because that's what's going to keep the internal combustion engine alive. So super excited when I saw that and I was like, all right, like we're going to keep finding these articles and hopefully it keeps coming up everywhere and the the technology doesn't slow down for it you know so we can start getting it <laughs> nice nice all right manny next headline all righty and then what did you have for us for about the c8 corvette 
Yeah. So did you get a chance to look at it already? The new one? Yes. I just just a glimpse, honestly. I didn't really check on it on the I was bit I was probably like busy doing something at the time when I saw it, so I, I never went back towards it. Okay. So they finally came out with the Z06 version. Mm-hmm. And this is the uh flat uh flat plane crank uh five point five liter V eight. Yes. So this thing is obviously a fucking monster, dude. It's super fucking awesome. And the reason I want to talk about it is the love hate, right? So this pretty much takes the Corvette to another level. Oh, it definitely does. Oh, yeah, yeah. It really, really does. So this is gonna be super awesome. It looks like they're going really track oriented on it. Um, it's making a ton of power NA. No supercharger this time, right? But um it also made me a little sad. <laughs> How so? Okay, so for you know, and, and this kind of applies to the C seven a little bit as well. So until about the C seven, C eight, the Corvette was always kind of like the obtainable race car in a sense. I can see it. Right? So it was something that you could buy and you knew you could afford it one day. You know what I mean? Whether it's not right now or later, but it's it's something that was realistic to buy and get, mm-hmm. right? And it kind of puts you up to a higher performance level than your standard Camaro Mustang shit, you know? And one of the nice things about it was that you could buy this, you know, higher end, quote unquote, you know, higher end car. And it was an LS. Mm-hmm. Right? a single cam motherfucker you know like it wasn't like a dual overhead you know it wasn't like um you weren't spending you know like it wasn't a full four valve thing like the coyotes where you got to replace four cams just to aftermarket it yeah nope this was simplicity with new tech so not only would you buy it with this new tech making great power but it was simple to work on ish because of space restrictions but you know more or less (laughs) (laughs) but you know the design itself is more or less simple and if you really wanted to cam it and do other shit you really weren't gonna spend an arm and a leg doing it almost definitely right become like the elric brothers yeah (laughs) but i mean you know you compare that to like the ford coyote motor and I always use cams because cam is always something that's really big in the LS community because you oh, can really swap is. it out and make a ton of power in A, right? Like And noise. And noise, yeah. You get your chop going. Get the chop. Try to cam a fucking coyote. See if your wallet can afford that shit. <laughs> I'm actually going to take a look at that, actually. Take a look at it. Take a look at it. Just You can look it up and compare it to a Corvette. Mm-hmm. Obviously, LS-based. Yes. No, yes. Get an LS base cam and then a coyote base cams. Cause you're essentially buying it four fucking times. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like <laughs> So that's kind of where my sad comes from. Like the C seven kind of put it like, oh fuck, that's kind of getting out of the reach of normal people, you know? <laughs> and now the C eight is kind of like, okay, peasants, we're done with you. <laughs> Like it's almost filling in a, it's it's almost going to a new tier now. It's no longer in the same tier. It's like every celebrity now they grew up poor. 
Every what? It's like every celebrity <laughs> now they grew up poor. Like we don't associate with you. Oh yeah, yeah, they're done. They they lost the roots kind of thing. Yeah. So it's a fucking awesome car. It looks like it's going to be fun as hell, but it also looks like it's going to fall into those classes of no longer obtainable by regular people, you know what I mean? No, especially with the dealer markups, who's going to be able to Exactly, exactly. Now you're looking into 100 pluses for those yeah. all oh, yeah. day long, you know? Whereas before you can find them even, you know, even on the higher ends in the 70s, 60s, you know? C7 started pushing up into the 80s and now it's like, "Oh shit, this is going to be in hundreds and Yeah, I I think the days of the uh the tunable, right? It's the tuna it's the tunable hot rod of the I guess obtainable race car. So that was kind of like my love hate for it. <laughs> I thought you looked a little bit more into it so you can put some input but <laughs> Yeah, I was probably st- I don't know what I was doing. I know that they inter- they talked about that the the new Z06 Corvette and the C8 Corvette. But I'm trying to remember what the hell I was doing that got me distracted. I was like, "Oh, this would probably be a good topic to talk about." But again, I was distracted. I just can't remember what it was. Those boob physics and anime movies. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> All right, Manny, what's next on our board? All right, we are talking about car stuff, modifications, races all that stuff and so i'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be excited and preparing but we are having forza horizon 5 coming out this friday yes yes that's right i thought you were going somewhere completely different with that <laughs> intro <laughs> this man well you'll you'll find out later but okay I know, I know. go ahead i wouldn't know <laughs> but yeah uh so i'm actually really excited for this um and actually excited to see how it's going to be played in mexico especially okay because I do want to test that boast that they made in the graphic de- development and everything, that you can be going 200 miles per hour and you can still see the needles on the cactus. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, that's yes. right. That's right. I want to see that actually happening in, in front of my own eyes. Got it. So I'm going to be buying the premium package. So that's going to be like another, that's going to be like 100 bucks basically. But... I talked to all of our friends and everything. They all said the same. Yeah, we're buying the premium. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So supposedly the game comes out November 9th, but I guess you get early access if you buy it before November 5th. So at November 5th, you can start playing everything. I don't know how that works. I am not sure. Yeah. I'm confused. They, they People keep telling me, like, oh, yeah, it comes out November 5th, but I'm seeing stuff about November 9th. I'm not too sure. Uh, But that doesn't bother me because i'll still be buying it soon and just get ready to play on friday okay all right hopefully they put the yugo in there (laughs) that's gonna be my goal to see if they put that car in there all right did you check the car list already the full car list was kind of big so no okay but ford did take up a good portion of the list really i mean i saw a huge list for chevy huge list for um Honda, Toyota, uh, Ferrari as well, but Ford definitely had more on the list. Interesting. So if they don't have your uh, your Hugo, you could put a Festiva. That is true. That yep, is true. There you Festiva. go. Festiva. Festiva. Those things are scary as shit. <laughs> have you been in one? No. <laughs> 
So when I was a freshman, when I was a freshman, we took these uh, ROP classes. Yeah, uh, those are the career classes. Yeah, C- yeah. Career-oriented classes. Correct. So I took an ROP class for, was it my freshman or sophomore? I don't even fucking remember. But uh, we took an ROP class, and it was for, like, medical terminology, and I did, like, a fire science one. Mm. So we would go, the medical terminology we do right there at the high school. But the fire science one, we would go actually to... um. A fire station? A fire station or the um, Ben Clark Training Center. Okay. Which is like a fire academy through Riverside Community College. So we'd go over there, but we would carpool with my friend's mom that was taking the same class with me. And she had a Ford Festiva. That shit is scary, Manny. Like, it is... Obviously, it's a small car, right? I sat in the back seat. I had to squish my backpack from the back seat in the hatch because it barely had any trunk room right there. <laughs> and I shit you not, man, he's sitting in the back seat. And I was a little motherfucker. I was not a very, I was not very big. <laughs> the rear hatch glass came about three inches behind my head. Ooh. So imagine being on the freeway and there's a pickup truck or a Tahoe or something tailgating this little Festiva. I turn around and the headlights look like they're about to kiss you. <laughs> it's like those alien mo- those alien movies where you just turn around and the aliens are like right there in your face. Dude, it was weird, man. Like, it was not comfortable. <laughs> Every time I got in that thing, I'm like, I'm going to die in here. <laughs> It's the Ford Pinto all over again. Fuck, I think the Ford Pinto had more room than that. <laughs> I mean, in terms of death, I mean. Yes, yes, very true, very true. All right, so you're hoping for the Hugo. Yes. All right. I know a lot of my buddies are excited for it. Our boy Leo, he's excited because he's going to be going to go incognito with everybody because he's going to be busy playing it and streaming it. Oh, okay, okay. He's going to drop off the map for a while. Yes. That's what he told me. Got it. All right. Who knows? Maybe me too. I don't know. All right, all right. If you don't get motion sickness trying to look at cactus needles. That's not if I'm I'm playing first person view. Really? It's only on first person view. Uh, Yeah. Uh, First person games usually are the ones that kill me the most. Huh. Interesting. Don't forget, the racing simulator was first person. I was getting motion sickness right away. Yeah, I guess. I I really don't know what it is, honestly. Gonna have to drug you. Figure out what kind of drugs work for that. That's actually interesting. Who knows? We'll see. (laughs) All right. But yeah, so I'm excited for that. I will be buying the premium package. If anybody wants to play when it comes out, hit us up, and we'll let's 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 get down. Honestly. Alrighty, and we do have like a little off-topic segment or off-topic headline that we wanted to talk about that was just really funny towards us or towards you that you brought up, I think, is the Sleepy Bill. Sleepy or Bill. Oh, the Sleep Bill. The Sleep Bill. Actually, that's on topic. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to bring up another topic. Never mind. Maybe. We'll see, we'll see how the timing works out because I think we're going to run long. Okay. We'll save it. We'll save it for another day, maybe. But no, this is the sleep bill. So 
you remember last year, last year, year before last year, we had the whole debacle with the smog law in California. Smog. Oh, or smog, oh I'm sorry. Exhaust law. It was like two weeks, two years ago. Actually, Was it two years? Now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't count 2020. It's like a wash year for me. No, that was definitely before COVID. Yeah. So we had the, the law about the exhaust, right? Mm-hmm. And SEMA petitions fight back, and essentially it made it difficult for them to really give us those tickets anymore, right? It's it's not that bad out here, right? It is, but it isn't. So New York is coming in hot with this. New York. Okay, this is interesting. Yeah, so New York has this build called SLEEP. Obviously, it's a fucking acronym because fucking... Politicians love to make fucking acronyms. Oh, yeah, they'd love to. Yeah, they think they're fucking clever. (laughs) So the acronym is Stop Loud and Excessive Exhaust Pollution. Oh, wow. Yep, exhaust pollution. Do you really think they understand what, you know, what's going on? No. No, yeah. It's, yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous. But it's going to bump up the fines in the state from... The previous fine, which was $150, uh, comparatively here in California, we got roughly $200 in fines. Mm-hmm. It's going to bump it up in New York to $1,000 for that, an exhaust ticket. That's a big jump. That's a huge jump, dude. Yeah, that's a big jump. So according to SEMA's catalog of exhaust noise laws, that is literally the highest fee of any other state. Wow. The runner up behind it is actually Colorado with only five hundred dollars. Damn, that's still a big gap. That that's a huge gap, dude. That's double. So that's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean we e- even here in California we have like a fix it ticket system, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why we can have it fairly cheap in comparisons, but a thousand dollars, dude. And again, it's always, always, always the same fucking people. So, um, the article in New York Times is attributing it to takeovers and drag racing that's been happening in New York. Yeah, fuck takeovers. I wonder where they're getting that from. <laughs> yeah. So, I kind of hate seeing these because as soon as like a precedent starts getting set. It's going to be used to justify for other states. Which is usually the most of the case. Yeah, yeah. So if New York is successful in this and establishes it, who's to say some Karen out here in California is going to use that as precedent on why we should be able to hire the tech, you know, the the fines for exhaust tickets here in California. And fuck takeovers and Karens. Well... That's going to suck, man. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be... That's a big, big hurt, man. I mean, we, we already went through this, and, and who knows if we'll have to go through it again. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll definitely see, but... Yikes. Fucking $1,000, dude. What would you do in that situation? Would you go back to stock? Uh, I... I'd, 
I'd have to experience it to to be able to come up with a decision at that point. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I would choose to do. I bet you that half of this is really just to kind of give people a warning to maybe even prevent people from ever doing it to begin with. I wouldn't doubt it. Right? Or maybe just more motivation for them to retaliate so they can just get generate more income by just giving out tickets like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, I didn't really see much in um, details, right? Because you remember the California one was nothing over, what was it, 90 decibels? So, some sort of meter, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I forget the exact measurement it was, but uh, I didn't really see anything like that for New York, so I'm not sure if it's something like, oh, any aftermarket or anything above this X amount of noise level or whatever. But uh, that's definitely, definitely some things that... Uh, it was 95 decibels. 95 decibels, okay. So, yeah, that's that's definitely, definitely something that's a bit scary. Hopefully, maybe they can use what we did if they have something like that, right? If they have, like, a 95 decibel kind of limit. And just like we did here in California, and some cars were coming out from the factory with over 95, right? Yeah, that was the weird part, honestly, too. It it was a bad bill. It, wasn't it was. It was. It wasn't ri- written well. So hopefully New York has something similar so they can exploit those and maybe, you know, kind of wash that out like we did here in California. I mean, definitely. I mean, stock V8 cars were getting pulled over and getting state refs for the exhaust when it when it was just basically stock. Like it's, it's I'm sorry, but it's bullshit, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here trying to find stock mufflers for my Fox body. <laughs> you finally reached that age. Honestly, I fucking think so. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, you know, a hundred something degrees every day anymore. So I've been driving it a lot more. Mm-hmm. God damn, I forget how loud it is. <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, shit, I kind of want to put stock mufflers back on it <laughs> or at least quieter ones because I had I had some old flow flow masters on it. Um, I switched them out for uh, magna packs, okay. which are quieter. But they're still fucking loud, <laughs> so I think I need another level quieter than that. So I'm not sure. Maybe I'll look in to see if there's another aftermarket that can keep me some nice tone, but quieter. I just don't know. I thought Magna Packs were the quietest ones I could get. Fuck it. Get rid of the ex- get rid of the mufflers and just do open header. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when I think about how I used to run, because I used to run um an H pipe with resonators, and that's it. No cats, no mufflers, no fucking tailpipe. It was just dumps from resonators. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, that thing must have been so obnoxiously loud. <laughs> now I'm just like, no, I, I, I need to quiet it down even more. No, definitely. So, yeah, maybe maybe I'm becoming of that age. <laughs> but we'll see. Watch, we're going to see Tony racing lawnmowers next. I mean... Sounds fun. <laughs> Get Octavio to hand me that nitrous. Or give you a prosthetic ass. I don't need none of that. I got back. 
All right, Manny, what do we got next? All right, I think that's actually our episode. Is it? All yeah. right. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us, Manny? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a, we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. All right. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to send an unaccepted rev or send us an email, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Adios.